This is your Other Brothers Podcast. Yo-yo-yo, friends. From the Jewel of the Blue Ridge, this is your other brother's podcast. Navigating faith, homosexuality, and masculinity together. My name is Tom, and I am so glad that you are here as we wind down the phenomenal year that was 2020. From the other side of the state, let's get this cast going. It's our other brother, Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Hello, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Ryan. Unless you were saying that to the listeners and not to me, in which I'm case, saying that to everyone. Mind. Oh, okay. That's yeah, fine. No, you can't. You can't uh, legislate uh, my Christmas away. That's right. Saying Merry Christmas. Get out of here, Obama. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the city of forts for our other brother, Jacob. What's up, Jacob? Hello, Christmas greetings to you all. To all, good day. And, and y'all, this would be a fun holiday year-end spectacular with just the three of us. I think it, we would still have a good time, but. Why chance it? Why why chance just the three of us? When we could have a Baranowski double shot from the city of wind, it's our other father, <laughs> Nate. What's up, Nate? Hello. I must stop this Christmas from coming. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, you're back in the Yobcast arena. It has been forever and a day. It feels great to be back on this auspicious, auspicious Unspicious. Slightly suspicious, but you we are so glad you're here. You were, I mean, yeah, you were on a podcast with your brother back in the day. I don't even remember. This was probably 20 episodes ago, if I just had to think off the top of my head. Sure. And and you were a mainstay, however, this spring on the short-lived, but hopefully soon returning. Much beloved. So we appreciated your your service in that regard. But um but yeah, I'm glad that you accepted our holiday invite. Thanks for RSVPing. But Nate, we we mentioned it on the show several episodes ago. You have indeed become a father since we last spoke and since our listeners last heard you. So a um, hearty, merry even, congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, it feels great to be a dad. That's all I have to say. Thanks to my wife. Oh, do you, do you have like anything? Think, <laughs> um, the one who went into labor. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. She probably did, did a, a lot, lot of hard work. work in that. Yeah, the heavy lifting, <laughs> yeah. for sure. What is, if you had to encapsulate fatherhood in one and a half sentences, what what would you say fatherhood, compared to not being a father? Fatherhood changes every month. So I will give you what it's like being the father uh, of a four and a half month old. And that is this. They smile at you and melts your heart. They scream like a goat. It hurts your ears. <laughs> And everything is covered in saliva and a little bit of spit up. And it's delightful. Thank you for keeping it PG-13. I was afraid you were going to list other liquids and solids, but that that's good. That'll make the cut. That'll make the editing cut. Yes. Um, we always no, try to make editing as easy as possible for Tom. Right, right y'all? 
Yeah, this is a Christian podcast, so don't talk about poop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was, <laughs> a whole I was other thinking episode. out of out of all the things that we have talked about, I don't think that uh, uh, poop is <laughs> anywhere close to that line of what we choose to cut out, Tom. No, no comment. No comment. As the the <laughs> fetish podcast is still fresh in my rearview mirror. Um, <laughs> Well, y'all, happy happy holidays. Merry Christmas to all listening. As mentioned, this is our year-end spectacular. Everything must go. We're bringing out all the stops. That's why Nathan is... I'm sorry. Why did I call you Nathan? Ooh. Nate is here. <laughs> hey, that works for me. I just do have... I do have a question, though. You said everything must okay. go. Is this like... Everything. Is Christmas also a clearance event for you? <laughs> yes. Yes. We're taking... I haven't told the listeners this yet. We're taking a little bit of a holiday hiatus. So there's probably going to be a little bit of a longer break in between this episode and our next episode, which will premiere in the new year, 2021. So I don't know if that's going to be just like three weeks, four weeks. I haven't planned my schedule yet out for next year, but, um, but yes, we're, we're ending 2020. We're cleansing, cleansing the year with this celebration episode. And, and the way this episode is going to be, it's just all us hanging out together. This is one of those episodes where it feels like every like 15 or so episodes were due for just a hangout episode. We've done that a few times and it's never been poorly received. Like, sure. There's people who don't dig it as much as us talking about, you know, fetishes, let's say. Um, but, but I take quite a lot of joy in these types of episodes. And so, so if you're one of those people who write in who complain that the intro is too long, you're probably not going to like this episode. <laughs> you might you might just save it. You might just wait till 2021 when we rebuild the the house of cards again. I have to say, this may be a hangout episode, but I'm prepared to go deep and I'm prepared to nice. expose my heart. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I would expect nothing less from you Nate. Like and I and you know, of course with Ryan and Jacob, I would love y'all to pour out your heart in this episode as well because even though we don't have a defined topic we are bringing back our long lost beloved manly morsel in what i'm dubbing because mint is i think a christmas thing question mark we're bringing back the manly morsel minty edition it's the minty manly morsel and we're going to be sharing some holiday themed or year ending themed topics each of us to keep this episode going so that's that's what we're doing today we ha- we do have a structure to it even though it's largely unstructured. And because I know y'all want to get closure on this, yes, I was in the New York Times. I need to get that out now. I was in not only the digital edition, but I was told by the reporter who covered my hashtag Thanksgiving that I am indeed in this week's paper edition of the New York Times, which I went all over this city. Let me tell y'all real quick. I went all over the city looking to find where the New York Times is even sold and I could not find it in my beloved little town. So I went on the New York Times website and you can back like purchase a back order of the Times, but it's like $12. It's kind of crazy. But I figured, you know what? I can cut out my article and frame it or something. Like it'll be a fun, like I feel like that's a $12 investment that I should... I should take. Um, I know not enough people are asking you about this New York Times um, celebrity edition. Do you wish that more people would reach out to you and say how cool it was to see you in a New York Times article? Or, and so that way you could humbly say, oh, that's no big deal. <laughs> it's no big deal. Yeah, it's just the Times. We, we, it's something that I expect now. Um, I've, got, I've heard from quite a few people. I'm content. There was like a quota that I wanted to hear from at least 
X number of people to say how cool that is that I'm in the New York Times. And I've now reached that quota and shared it on the podcast at least three or four times now. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm ready to move on from this vault to stardom. You know, I'm ready to return to earth with the people, um, go about my life again and, you know, just live, just be me, you know? And if, if future publications catch eye of it, then so be it. But I'm going to keep living my life. You should post a link with the podcast uh, page so that I can click on it and get and hit the paywall and then decide not to read it. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, or you log in with your Facebook information and then the, and then give away all of your information to, to the mm-hmm. New York times, which who knows what they do with that. It's a risk. It's a risk. You gotta be willing to take. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll post the link. What are you going to do next year in order to get in the New York times? <laughs> That's a good question. You know, I, I need to think of other bold, bold and daring things. This wasn't even conceivable to me before this, that just me living my life, doing what I would normally do would catch the attention of one of our country's premier publications. Like what, what else, what else will happen just naturally because I'm living my life in, mm. in the four-ish way that I do. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. This is unbearable. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> well, y'all, since this is an action-packed episode, we just need to get to announcements. We need to get through it. Um, we are on the heels of holding our first ever digital retreat, and we had 40-some people come and attend our virtual retreat this weekend and um, truly went above and beyond anything that I was expecting. The big hit, you guys, of this retreat, the, the ones that are there know it because they experienced it, but the big hit, because we weren't just on Zoom for three days, you know, we broke it up, we did lots of different activities, but the thing that I loved most about this retreat was this site called GatherTown. And GatherTown is a website where you are able to create an avatar from something that looks like a 1993 video game. And you're able to toddle around this landscape, like with rooms and mountains, and you're able to just move around. And whenever you walk up to another avatar, their webcam pops up on the screen. You can talk to them and there's people and you can be as you have to be in a vicinity of the people to see their webcams. And then if you want, the thing I loved about it is because in, if that were real life and you just are in a social gathering in a circle, if you just walked away, people might look at you and be like, wait, we were talking and you just walked away. But in GatherTown, people can be talking. You can even be talking. You can just decide to walk away and then they're gone. You don't hear them anymore. Their webcams disappear and you can go find a new group of people to, to talk to. And <laughs> it was so much fun. such a delight. And it, it really, it, you know, nothing can compare to having an in-person retreat and in-person gatherings. But for it to be a virtual gathering where we could all channel our energies into these little bite-sized avatar people and walk around it looked like we were playing clue for a moment. It was, it was kind of, it was kind of surreal and, and it was such a delight. So thank you to everyone listening who came to our first ever virtual retreat. Um, yeah, it was, it was so much fun. I had such a good time. And I mentioned at the top of the show, the convo cast, which Nate was a frequent guest on and the, the light has since been extinguished on this show for the better part of 2020. But you know, I mentioned this from time to time. I felt a little tired saying it over and over again, but we're in the middle of a challenge, y'all. We're in the middle of a get to 200 patrons challenge. And I'm excited to report because we were kind of, uh, you know, tinkering around 185, 186, 187, and we would gain a patron. And then sadly, we would lose a patron. And it would kept like seesawing back and forth in this high 180s mark. But as of today, y'all, as of this recording, we are up to 190 patrons, which means we are just 10 patrons away from bringing back the convo cast and presumably more 20 minute chats with Nate, if he decides that he wants to go back down that road with me. So 
I'm so sorry. If you want to hear more of Nate, potentially, um, I would love to bring the combo cast back um, sometime in the new year. I'm confident. I, I really do. I feel confident sometime in 2021. I'm going to be doing this as well as this Yobcast. And, and that's the goal is every single week to put a new podcast of some length in your ears. So, so if you believe in what we're doing, if you want to partake in fun events like retreats, virtual, or hopefully otherwise, um, go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash your other bros. And you can find all the information over there. Y'all, I needed to read this Apple podcast review. We're still getting them and we're so grateful for every single rating review we get. So this one was five stars from Alex from SoCal. Um, His subject line says, the community that I I have always longed for. For most of my life, I have struggled alone with my sexuality, having been raised in an environment that believed this subject was too taboo and shameful. It wouldn't be until my college years and beyond that God would reveal more about how my sexuality and my faith can be reconciled. Despite that blessing, I still felt alone in the church, having never met others who struggled as I did. Last year, a dear friend introduced me to your other brothers during a dark time in my life. Since then, I have read countless stories from Yab, and I don't feel alone anymore. I now know that I have a whole community of brothers who share the same struggles and have similar stories as I do. Thank you for providing this incredible community of brothers, especially for those of us who have always felt like we were alone. Yab is truly a blessing in my life and the community that I have always longed for. God bless y'all as you continue to share your stories and your vulnerability with the world. Mm-hmm. Alex. Alex, you're so great. And the thing yes. I loved most, I mean, all of his glowing words and support is great and all, but the thing I loved about his review the most is the way he wrote Yab was big Y, little O, big B. And I've never seen it written that way. I've always just capitalized the whole thing. And so for him to, it just made me feel like I was on a journey, like a little roller coaster, a little gentle roller coaster. <laughs> big Y, little O, big B. I loved it. So thank you, Alex, from SoCal. I love SoCal. We've gotten so much feedback and love from SoCal lately. Yeah. I need to go back. I feel like the Lord is prompting (laughs) me to go on an adventure, but we'll cover that Mm. later. (laughs) The New York Times will cover it later. Y'all can read about it at some point in 2021. (laughs) Y'all, I wanted to have some fun on this year-end episode. I feel like I do this from time to time where I love to look at the stats. I love to see how we're doing and, and to kind of play some games with my co-hosts, whoever they happen to be that day. Um, and I feel like this last episode of 2020 was a great opportunity to have some fun with our podcast because 2020, as hard of a year as it's been, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. Uh, can, I mean, Nate, you had a kid, so you probably have had the best year out of all of us. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we're comparing <laughs> years, I guess I win. Let's see. I got an autoimmune <laughs> disease. What happened to you, Ryan and Jacob? Anything, anything great? Sciatica. <laughs> Sciatica. <laughs> um, but yeah, for Yab, Yab has grown. I told this to the guys at our digital retreat. Like we've had more supporters come in this year than any other year. Um, our 2020 podcast growth, we grew by 34%, y'all, from 2019 to 2020. Ooh. So that's pretty fun. Um, and I just wanted to rattle off some, uh, some real quick stats before we get to our minty, manly morsels to be consumed this episode. Um, in America, because America is always our top listened to country, our top five states. If you, listen, if you listen in any of these five states, we love you more than the other 45. Thank you for listening mm-hmm. to the Yobcast. Um, and those top five states are California, Texas, Illinois. Hopefully a lot of those are from... Uh, Mr. Nate there. And then our last, our rounding out our top five, Michigan and North Carolina. So thank you 
to yeah. people from coast to coast. Um, we regret to inform you, Indiana did not make the top five or the top 10. Which Sorry. isn't isn't a shocker because I'm pretty sure I'm actually the only uh, gay person who lives in Indiana. So it makes and sense I wouldn't have too many. They all moved to <laughs> Illinois to be with me. And as previously true. established, you do not listen to the show. So you wouldn't even count anyway. That's true. <laughs> Are you, have you given the fetish podcast a try yet? Have you gotten to that? Maybe no. when I'm older. Maybe when you're older, yeah, that's that's, that's good, that's good. Um, but not to leave, okay, so I also wanted to, to name the bottom three. Any guesses on our bottom three states that listen to the podcast this year? Think liberal America. <laughs> Actually, think liberal America and conservative America. It is not Massachusetts. Vermont. Vermont is in the bottom three, yes. West Virginia. West Virginia is in the bottom three, yes. Um, and then, of course, Hawaii. Hawaii floating in the bottom three. We, we don't mm. get many listeners from Hawaii. So, so please, if you listen from Hawaii or Virgin, West Virginia or Vermont from that, for that matter, um, send me an email or better yet, you know what I'm going to say, y'all. A voicemail. Call the Yab line. <laughs> Leave us a voicemail. Oh. That's right. 706-389-8009. We would love to have our first Hawaiian slash Vermonter slash West Virginian on the Yobcast. We would love that. So challenge. If you live in Hawaii, send me an invitation to come <laughs> yeah. stay with you. Yeah. 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 That'd be awesome. Or all of us, we could record a podcast from Hawaii. How great would that be? Ooh, yeah. All expenses paid. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Thank you, Yob. <laughs> Thank you, Yob. Um, and you know, because we give so much love to America, you know, God bless America. We, we will always do that, but we need to give love to our number two listened country, which are our fond neighbors to the North. So to not leave them Greenland. out, Canada, <laughs> to not leave out our Greenland audience, no, our Canadian audience, um, our top three provinces in order of my favorite Canadian provinces, Alberta, British Columbia, and Ontario. So thank you guys for listening from all of those provinces. And if you live in Nunavut, where are you? you? You didn't crack anywhere. We didn't get a single download from Nunavut. Can you believe that, y'all? Rounding out our top five countries, I found this fascinating because my podcast stats, well, I'll just share it. So obviously number one and number two, the US and Canada, respectively. Um, any guesses for what would round out the top five of our podcast listenership this year? I'm thinking there has to be the United Kingdom. United Kingdom, number three. Mm -hmm. Australia. Australia, number four. Number five, you will never get. Indonesia. <laughs> the Congo. No, no. Singapore? No. So, number five on my podcast stats is the number five country that listens to our show in 2020 is the country of Puerto Rico. <laughs> which is not a country. Hmm. I, I was like, wait, isn't that America? I'm pretty sure that's America. Hold up. So, so technically number five should be Mexico. I don't know mm. why Puerto Rico is listed as our number five listed country, but I don't know. But the game I wanted to play with y'all because we have indeed um, touched every continent this year, every single continent. Well, Ooh. I lied. Antarctica, we have no listeners in Antarctica, but the other six, the other six continents, we have heard from somebody. We have, we've gotten a download from somebody in that country. And so I wanted to play with y'all, you guys, because I have my tab up and I want y'all each to take one guess of a country and maybe you want to make it a game and make it as obscure as possible. But I want you to tell me the name of a country that you think 
maybe we did or we didn't get a download from. And I'm going to do a quick search and tell you if indeed we received at least one download from that country. Are the rules clear? Mm. No, I don't know what the game is. <laughs> we just you're trying to pick an obscure country. No, you only get that, one guess because we're not going to do this for twenty sorry, minutes. But this is a guess for a country that has has listens or one that has none. You can play it however you want. You could pick a country <laughs> that you just want to shout out, and then I'll tell you how many listens they have. Or if you want to try oh. to say, I'm going to pick a country that I think no one could have possibly listened to Yab from. Got it. And you can do that too. But either way, I'm going to tell you how many downloads we got from that country this year. Excellent. Okay. Hopefully the rules are clear now. Um, <laughs> who would like rules. to go first? <laughs> who would like to guess a country that the Yobcast has reached this year? I would like to uh, send a query to the server for <laughs> Mongolia. Ooh, Mongolia. Let's check the let's check the same stats that tell me Puerto Rico is a country. Where in the world is your other brothers? Podcast. <laughs> um no, I need the like Price is right sound effect. We did not get a single download from the country of Mongolia. Mongolia, if you're out there, please, again, like Vermont, reach out to us. We would love to have our first listen from Mongolia. But if, if there isn't anyone listening, how are they going to know that you are reaching out to them? Country. They're, the they're going to bring someone to that country. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Just, just homeboy, sure. homeboy in China <laughs> is listening. Sure. He's going to pick up the phone and tell him to love listen it. to this episode. Yeah. Love it. Of course. I have a guess. All right. I'll go next. Nate has a guess. What are you going to wait? Do you actually have the number of downloads from that? I do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will even call my shot. I'm going to say South Ooh. Africa. And I'm, okay. then I'm going to say 24. 24 downloads for the entire year for the country of South Africa. Well, South 24 Africa. People, 24 people. Uh, 12. <laughs> I only have, I don't have the number of people. I have the number of downloads. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, I'll adjust. The same person. 172 okay. downloads. Oh my South gosh. Africa. Nate. How, are you are you a magician? Are you a wizard? Are you Google? <laughs> are you Google? Nate, we had 168 Whoa. downloads this year from the nation of <laughs> South Africa. He knows Thank his you. South Africans. <laughs> <laughs> notice, <laughs> notice how he made the adjustment to, oh, I'm sorry, 24, carry this, it's 172. <laughs> You're only off by four. Four downloads. Wow. That's I mean, why we have him on the show, y'all. Right, everyone, I know like at least three episodes this year that everyone downloaded no matter where they're from mm. the fetish one yeah. gay sex and hookups and the mentors one where you guys talked about dumbledore as your <laughs> ideal mentor yeah yes. that was me that's amazing that was wow that was magical all right jacob i mean as you've never been in this position before of having to live up to the limelight never never good job here i have never tried and failed to compete with my older brother um we're going to go with the country of South Korea. Okay, I'm um, glad you didn't say North Korea because that's that's a big zero. But yeah, South Korea. So. South Korea, I'm thinking we're upwards of 357 downloads. Wow, you're going you're going the Nate route and giving us a number. Can as well. I can I introduce a counter guess? Yes, please. I'm going to guess uh 1587. Oh downloads and then nate would you like to wager a dollar to to get on the board <laughs> uh i'm gonna go 50. <laughs> 50 you know what you guys i was 
I was really deflated when I just checked. Zero. Zero oh, downloads really? from the country of South Korea. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Wow. I guess, yeah. That that's that. All Koreas, we have zero. How zero are there downloads. more people in South Africa listening and no one in South Korea? I don't know. This is the goal of this experiment, this game, is to put challenges out there. If y'all know people who live in Mongolia or... <laughs> South Korea, please reach out to them. Tell them to listen to our show. Um, do you have stats for how many people downloaded each episode? Will you be able to, like, if I were to guess what the number one downloaded episode from Yob this year? Nate, is? did you see? Did you see my notes before this? Oh, episode? I'm sorry. Because I'm you are like <laughs> the next category of this game is looking at our most downloaded episodes of 2020. Watch Nate win this one again too. Obviously, yeah. there's been some sharing some, uh, of information yeah. ahead of time. There's a funny well, business going on. Any any wagers on our, our top five? Because I was going to list our top five episodes of 2020. I think you're going to get, I think you're going to get pornography back in January 24th, that release. Pornography. It, there's so much going in pornography's favor, you guys, because um, yes, it was our number one most downloaded episode this year. It released on January 24th. So it has the benefit of practically 50 some weeks of, being out there in the universe for people to download. So I think that was definitely working in its favor. Plus, who isn't? Who isn't going to listen to an episode about pornography? You know? I think you're also going to find that the next two episodes are going to be up there as well. I think you had a run of three there with gay sex and hookups, followed by loneliness versus solitude. And I'm guessing that those made the top five. So gay sex and hookups did not make the top five. It is in the top 10, though. But loneliness v. solitude is indeed our number two most listened podcast this year. And I'll do one more guess and then I'll back okay. out of this con conversation. Okay. <laughs> I love the guess. I love it. I'm thinking this is just going to be out of left field, but I'm going to guess that August 14th, the sex talk. Bum, bum, ba -dum, no sex talk. Mm. It made the top 10, but not the top five. Um, that was a great guess though. So rounding out our top five after pornography, after loneliness. Wait, are you gonna let solitude. them guess? I, I feel like I stole that whole segment. I don't from... think I don't think that we that we have enough time for us all to We guess gotta three. keep going. Oh, we got okay, so I'm much sorry. to talk about, y'all. But that no, it's fine. We love having outsiders come in and disrupt our flow. <laughs> just um, throw a wrench <laughs> into our perfectly well oiled machine. <laughs> our um, <flawless laughs> our uh our number three, number three episode of the year, mentors. Mentors made the top top five. Um, then side A friends, followed by celibacy. And because I have to mention it, it just barely missed the top five. Fetishes are number six podcast of the year. Next week it'll be top five for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so so then, yeah, great run of episodes. So then my question is because uh, it's been kind of a recent theme to talk about sort of the different sets of hosts. So we have kind of the older group and the newer group, hashtag team Jacob. Ooh, out of those top ooh. five, what was the percentage of one of those teams versus the other team? Just so I can get no, a sense. No, I of didn't. Victory. I didn't dive into the weeds and figure out old school versus new school stats. So you well, can probably well, Jacob, that doesn't make sense because later. a lot of the early year stuff were the new school, you guys. So you guys yeah, have you an guys advantage. rocked it this year. Affirmations to Ryan and Jacob. Who hey, I'm not saying that we have we have it's a it's an even fight. I'm just wanting to know what the outcome is. 
I'm not going to personally invest my time in figuring out those stats, but if you want That's to, fair. I'll no, hand you over the info no, and you can feel free. That makes me look like a complete <laughs> douche if I took the time to Jacob, figure that out. Sorry. Watch your mouth. Leap them okay. out. Leap them. <laughs> um, and then real quick, because I know we're, we're winding down our, our stats, but I wanted to get this out there too. 52% of our listeners listen via some sort of Apple venue. So way to go, Apple listeners, way, well over, well, not well over half of our audience, but 2% over halfway of our audience. Um, and then rounding that out, 8% listen on Spotify. Big shout out to our Spotify listeners. Um, if y'all didn't know we were on Spotify, you can include that in your little rotation of whatever playlists and things you got going on over there. Um, and then of course, huge shout out, 2% of our listeners on Stitcher. Thank you, Stitcher. We love giving love to Stitcher. Thank you, guys. No, you. You love giving love to Stitcher. (laughs) Stitcher was my first love before I found Overcast. Overcast, by the way, 4% of our podcast downloads, which is what I personally endorse. So, um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. However you do, we're also on YouTube and on our website. So you can check it out, check us out in whatever way is most convenient for you. And to close out the stats segment of this podcast, I'm really excited you guys, because after this episode, we will undoubtedly, I mean, pending, I mean, don't hold anything back from 2020 pending a meteor asteroid accident that wipes us out. Um, we will cross a significant, like the most significant threshold we have ever crossed in the history of your other brothers podcast, because we currently sit, you guys, after all of our history, not just 2020, but in the four plus years of doing this podcast, we currently sit at 99.5 K thousand, that's thousand downloads for your other brothers podcast. So undoubtedly by the end of this episode, we will cross a hundred thousand downloads over the last four years, which is so fun. We're going to do, we're going to kick off 2021 celebrating that. It's a pre-celebration today um, as we sit on the threshold of 100,000 downloads. So thank you guys near and far from wherever you are for listening to our show and giving us so much love over the years. And before we dive into our minty manly morsels of this episode, huge shout out. Is there any other, like, is there any other possibility for our sponsor this, this episode? Then our beloved holiday drink, our first repeat sponsor of the Year of the Brothers podcast, Eggnog. Thank you, Eggnog, for coming back to support Yob, the Yobcast. We yeah, you, you had to see it coming. <laughs> we love you so much. I mean, our love is unparalleled. At least mine is. I'll speak for myself. So thank you, Eggnog. You are fueling this episode of holiday cheer. And we hope everyone listening will feel the Eggnog oozing through the screens, oozing through your earbuds as you listen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Who wants to kick us off? Because we are doing Minty Manly Morsels, bringing back the love. Some of y'all might remember this segment as the brother beat. It's also known as other things. But let's start. Nate, do you want to start first or do you have a comment? I do want to go first. Okay, great. As our guest, you should go May first. I? Please, please do. All right. Give us your holiday-themed topic of discussion. Here is my holiday-themed manly morsel. Put me on the clock. I love A Christmas Carol. Charles Dickens, I love the whole mm. story. I love most versions Epic. of it. I'm a big Mickey's Christmas Carol fan. Mm. If you haven't uh, seen it at all, I recommend it. It's about 30 minutes long, on, available on Disney+. Plus. Not a sponsor, just love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, definitely not a sponsor of the show. Just discovered today. My wife has never seen Christmas Carol. So I, maybe I don't know who I'm married. <laughs> Just unsure. But anyway, <laughs> here's, the, here's what, I, what I want to bring today. Here's my topic. You are the Scrooge, everyone, in this Christmas Carol. You are the main character in this story. And I want to know that if three ghosts visited you this Christmas, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, what would they have to teach you? Maybe about this year, 2020, maybe about your life and where it is going. What way would you walk Mm -hmm. away better after this clash with these three? I will start... Here's what I would have. Morgan Freeman visits me. Ghost of Christmas past. He says... Solid choice. Nate, I need to tell you that you've been running through life and you need to slow down and relax. <laughs> and, and then he shows me like uh, some past years of me like longing for a job and longing to graduate when all this beauty was happening around me. And then... I have Kira Knightley coming as Ghost of Christmas Present. And she says, Nate, I'll just have to tell you that uh, look around you. You've slowed down in 2020 and you've had these wonderful times with your family. And then it like shows like my son and the time that I've got to spend dancing around the, the kitchen with him sort of thing. And then Willem Dafoe comes as my Ghost of Christmas Future. And he says, Nate, <laughs> he says, this is what your life could be. And you look ahead and you have seen that after 2020, I did not stay slowed down. Instead, I went back to chasing the wind and I went back to pursuing all these sorts of dreams. And I, my life came, went by so fast and I had sort of fast forwarded through it and I wasn't really enjoying all the moments. So mm. my Christmas Carol story I think they would come this Christmas and show all of the positives of 2020 of being less busy and how if I don't take that and move forward when the world gets back spinning fast, Mm. I could spin, always be spinning and never stopping and relaxing. And that is my lesson I would learn. And those are my three. Wow. Amazing. That was beautiful. I had no idea we were incorporating celebrities into Same. You did, you did give <laughs> I mean, a teaser. You gave a spoiler question of like, okay, who would be my ghost of Christmas past? And I was thinking about pivotal figures from my life. And all of a sudden, Morgan Freeman enters the picture and all that's out the window. He's a pivotal re- figure from my life. I'm resettling <laughs> everything now. But go ahead, Ryan, if you know who your ghosts yeah. are and what your lessons are, please share with us. So I realized recently that this year I've been kind of struggling with cynicism and just kind of the the lie that past disappointments uh, mean that I should just stop trying that like past disappointments indicate that I will have future disappointments, which means don't like just why, why try? And so that's, that's the lie of cynicism that I've been kind of like working through. And so I think uh, this uh, COVID Carol Eve, um, Mm. my, uh, my old friend, John would visit me as the, the ghost of COVID past um, well, and so I will say that like, specifically, this is relational cynicism of just like feeling disconnected from people and feeling like there's just nothing to be done. Like there's thus life is going to suck, whatever. Um, so my old friend, John, who I was kind of in love with for a little bit and sort of wrecked my life and I wrote a job post about it. Um, 
uh, long story, we don't have time for it, but uh, he would come as the ghost of Christmas past and show me how the roots of the cynicism are really like deeper than 2020. They, they reach all the way back to the falling out with his, of his relationship. And the, he would show me the unhealthy ways I coped in the aftermath of that, that set the groundwork for, uh, for 2020 cynicism. Uh, then the ghost of Christmas present would come and it would be zoom CEO, Eric Ewain. And, um, he would show me <laughs> Love that the casual glance at the screen. Just, see, what was his name? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he would, he would show me, it would pre, it would be a zoom commercial pretty much. He would show me all of the ways people are connecting, all the ways people are finding like meaningful intimacy in spite of the uh, geographic divides between them and how you could be experiencing this too. Um, and all you have to do is like let go of, uh, let go of kind of your cynicism of like, oh, Zoom connection isn't meaningful. Zoom connection isn't intimate. Um, and then the ghost of Christmas future would come and it would be a silent, cowled, I put my hood on for, for people listening at home, <laughs> silent, cowled, Sufjan Stevens, uh, who... Uh, using various gestures and pointing uh, shows me a future in which uh, all the vaccines are administered, the pandemic is over, everyone's uh, rebuilding society and community and learning new lessons about how to how to live together in beautiful, vibrant communities. And meanwhile, I'm still in social distancing isolation because uh, because my cynicism kept me at home and kept me isolated and kept me disconnected, even as society moved on. This is that so is good. my COVID Carol yeah. story. Wow. I well wish, done. I wish I would have gone first because these are tough acts to follow, folks. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> Jacob, what do you no. got? Who's visiting you in the dead of night? I didn't even think about that we, we should be thinking of who was coming to visit. I thought we were just going with like the actual ghosts from the Carols. I didn't know that. That's you can fine. use the actual ghosts. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. But, but, after, but after those amazing ghosts, it feels so lame just to <laughs> use the ones that come from the actual story. I don't know if the Zoom CEO <laughs> is an amazing ghost, if I'm being honest. But- <laughs> We'll see. It's technically none of mine learning. are dead, so I don't think they're ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're using the word ghost. Oh, you're right. All of mine are still alive. I hope that's Everyone's not been bad alive. luck. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just accept the fact that I can't think of anyone, so I'm just gonna just, go with the. Uh, I just want you ghosts. to. I want you to. Oh, Nate. To what the if first all, people that come to your mind? I do kind of feel like Nate. You should be all of all of my ghosts. <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. We could, just like when we were on the cruise together, Jacob, and yeah. staying in twin beds next to yeah, each yeah. other, we could have, Morgan Freeman could come and do kind of this a This is also do mine, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. I would like to take your, I'm going to just say the, yeah, the after your ghost finished with you. So uh, Morgan, the ghost of uh, Christmas uh, past, um, uh, shows me how, how at every point in my life, even when I had just fears of being uh, being abandoned, fears of my needs not not being met, um, feared of never feeling any kind of relational satisfaction, of all of the incredible ways that I have been provided for over the years, of all of at at every point when I when I felt as as though. Um, that it would all just be be lost. That I that my needs were actually met at every step. Um, 
kind of in that same vein, uh, Kira, Kira, Keisha, Kira Knightley, um, who is great, um, comes into the present and says, Hey, um, you might, you might feel as, as, as though like there's still something missing, but you are currently surrounded by people who love you dearly, who have invited you into their homes, into their, uh, families who, who have told you repeatedly that they want you in their lives for the rest of theirs. Look at, look at what is, um, look at, look at what you have around you, even in the, the moments when you do feel lonely and isolated and abandoned. And then the hooded figure of who, Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe, Defoe, who I don't know. Who is Green this Goblin person? from Spider-Man. Oh, gross. Okay. Really well, scary. he's really creepy. Yeah. So this makes sense. He comes with his dark hood, like a Sith Lord. And he um, points at all of these uh, people who I didn't fully appreciate. And yes, with his wrinkly hand. Um, he, he points to all these uh, people who, um, who I took for granted. I didn't appreciate... Um, I made them feel like I was always looking for something or someone other than them. And they all in groups in the rainy uh, darkness walk away from me. Um, and then I'm truly left alone and abandoned for all like time. A self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your fears drove them away. Exactly. That's really good. Very good. Y'all, I'm so impressed already. I, this is a winning idea and a great topic, Nate. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because like I was thinking of people in my life and then you li- rather lost celebrities, Nate. And I was like, okay, now I want Sean Mendez, Tom Holland, and <laughs> Niall Horan to come visit me in the middle. Of the <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. I would love all three of them to come. And uh, they can be whatever they want, past, present, future. They can oh, choose gross. <laughs> um, but if we're making this for real, um, I would probably say, yeah, one of my... One of my um, first straight friends that I made years ago, who is physically alive, but emotionally dead to me. He would probably (laughs) be the ghost of, fittingly, the ghost of Christmas past. And I think he would impart wisdom um, about friendships with any human, certainly, any male, certainly, but particularly friendships with straight males. I think he would just give me maybe some words of caution of like, okay, you tend to latch on and leech and be more heavy than you need to be. Like, it's fine to have deep conversations. It's it's fine to confess when you're not doing well. Like that's obviously, I think that's a great thing that your other brothers does really well, but you also need to embrace happiness and joy and spontaneity and adventure and all the things that you do love. Um, but for some reason feel like you're on pins and needles when you're with certain men. So I think that would be, that would be my lesson from the ghost of Christmas past featuring a former friend, RIP. Um, and then Ghost of Christmas Present, I would probably say someone like maybe my pastor, friend of the show, big shout out to my pastor. And I think that would be the lesson of like, you know, even though you have the tendency to feel isolated or to feel different or to feel outcast, um, that there's room here for you and that there's room for you to share your story and to impart your giftings um, to our community and to our city. So I think that would be the lesson for the present. Um, even in the midst of pandemics and shutdowns and a lot of separation, I think there's so much room for connection as long as I'm willing to to do my part and take that initiative. Um, And then the ghost of Christmas future, I love the hooded image. I mean, all of the depictions in in the 
movies and shows like it's all it's always like a hooded figure so i have this hooded figure and he comes to me and he shows he brings me to a laptop and he types in yourotherbrothers.com and it's a blank screen there's nothing there yourotherbrothers.com doesn't exist anymore and he navigates to another website types it in and it's your other other brothers.com and lo and behold his shrouded face is the editor he is the yube editor telling me <laughs> that this community needs to keep going one way or another whether it's me doing it the rest of my life or me passing the baton to somebody else the digital retreat i just experienced this weekend reaffirmed to me how valuable this community is and how much it's so needed in this world so it was it was a wake-up call that I can never just let it go. It doesn't mean I'm going to do Yob the rest of my life, but it does mean I need to find a suitable baton person to hand this to. So applications will be going up at some point between now and my death. So be looking out. Frantically types in your Excellent. other, other <laughs> brothers. I shouldn't have said that out loud because now someone's going to out there is going to buy it. And that's, you know and that you are we'll fulfill cheap. this and then they'll oh. become the Yub editor. At first, I thought that that you were about to say that you went to go search for your article in the New York Times and found that it had not been saved in the Library of Congress. No. It's just an affirmation. I think when I think about the ghost of Christmas future, it's like an affirmation to, even though it's daunting and it's overwhelming, when I think 50 years from now, like, oh gosh, I'm not going to still be doing job 50 years from now, am I? But um, maybe I will, maybe I won't. And and the, the point is making sure that I always just am intentional about what I feel God leading me into. And so at least for now, for this season, it certainly is your other brothers. And and moving forward, maybe it'll change. Maybe I'll shift focus to something else and maybe y'all will keep going. Or maybe y'all will change into something else. Like, I don't know. Who knows what, I don't want to scare people listening. I'm sorry if I'm painting a poor picture, but um, but this is just a personal call for me to be faithful with uh, with what God has has given me to do. So that's all. Thanks, guys. That's my manly morsel. Minty manly morsel. <laughs> that was so Made good. Out. Great. Again, great. Excellent. Great one. Hard one to follow. Awesome. So let's go to Jacob. Perfect. I would love to. Yeah. So this is going to take us a little <laughs> bit, a little bit lighter, a little bit on the up Beautiful. and up. Um, but it, does, it does actually a little bit shallower because Nate said that he wanted to be real like deep and heavy. Yeah, and we so need balance. I felt we yeah, to just do the opposite. Um, there is, it is a nice uh segue because i would like to talk about christmas carols mm. songs um, carol burnett as, absolutely carol i want us to name all of the carols that we know who have been in christmas movies no i as you all know i love to sing i love music and so just would love to go around the room and hear both i would like your um your favorite and least favorite Christmas song, and then also your uh, 30-second pitch of um, how Christmas music should be enjoyed because people get very passionate about when you should begin listening to Christmas songs and what kind of songs and and all of that. So I I would love to hear your personal yet passionate um, explanation for how... The music of Christmas should be enjoyed. I can begin. Um, my least favorite song is Baby, It's Cold Outside. The song is gross. 
it is a violation even, of everything that is good and true. Even the version with, like, um, I think it's Tony Bennett and was it Lady Gaga? Was that the other one? That I forget. sounds He did it with gross. somebody and it sounded so delightful. The only one that I have found that I do think is palatable is that um, Michael Buble and Adina Menzel did a version mm-hmm. um, with a video that um, just kind of makes it a very like light hearted, not sexy, sexy thing, which is is actually pretty good so that's on the bottom top i i have to my my gut always says the classic oh holy night it is epic it builds it's Mm. huge you picture it with like orchestra and giant choir and it i just i get chills every time um christmas music should be listened to immediately after thanksgiving is finished thanksgiving is done christmas music can begin that is not um, if people get really angry when folks listen to it beforehand. I'm not one of those. My passion actually falls on the other end to where I hate the fact that we stop listening to Christmas music right after Christmas. Like Christmas mm-hmm. Day is done. It just ends. And it's too sharp of a cliff to jump off of. I think mm-hmm. Christmas mm-hmm. music should be listened to up until your New Year's Eve party where you can like still have some on in the background and then you so bring in the cliff, the the year, the cliff to the yeah. first. <laughs> because, because then it gives actually like a, a very exact intentional time. There's a big party, a big build, the ball drops, everyone kisses and Christmas music is then done. Like old Lang Syne just kills. Christmas. Exactly. That is, that is what wraps the bow on top of the Christmas decoration box that then gets put into the closet under the stairs to be taken out next year after thanks Thanksgiving. Thank you. I like that. I would agree. I think Oh Holy Night is my favorite. So I'm going to agree with you on that one. My least favorite is Away in a Manger. Um, I just, that, that song grates on me for some reason. And I just think the lyrics are so Take like that, prosaic and just like, I, I do not learn anything from hearing this song <laughs> or singing this song. It does not make me like Christmas or Jesus any anymore. Mm. So, yeah. uh, there's that. Um, and then, uh, my opinion about Christmas music timing is that I do not listen to Christmas music prior to Thanksgiving. I start on black Friday. Uh, but I don't, um, I don't, I don't hold that as like a, as a strong religious belief that like people are wrong and should feel bad for listening to Christmas music before Thanksgiving. I think, I think after Halloween is an acceptable time for a reasonable person to listen to Christmas music. (laughs) However, I will not. So that is my answer. Let's go to Nate. Nate, I am so eager to hear when do we play Christmas music? Settle, settle this. The correct answer to when to play Christmas music is no sooner than December 1st, because if you're in November, Hmm. you should. (laughs) I think that Black Friday and the weekend after Thanksgiving should still be super consumeristic. Buy all your stuff, (laughs) Uh like nap after your turkey. And I think Christmas music should peak like a bell curve on December 15th and then slope its way on back down Mm. so that come... December 25th, you are heading out the other side. It should peak around the time where you are, in other years, having Christmas parties. 
Um, and it should start when you are doing your Christmas decorations. And I think the Christmas oh. decorations should not happen until December because I think so, it's great to switch those on together. So you would say with the yeah. bell curve on December 25th, the ideal number of Christmas songs is like two. <laughs> right. Right. You should be coming wow. down. the other. You should okay. be really? sledding down the other side. <laughs> oh, no. And you could because I mean. What does Oh Come All Ye Faithful mean on December 26th? Are you talking about next year? I don't. Mm. Come maybe let us just... adore him. He's been born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could choose your. You okay. Okay. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I do um, actually like the New Year's Eve. Uh, I do like the feeling of like New Year's Eve party is like, all right, it's time mm. for just black eyed peas all See, the time. This is why. <laughs> To, to, to just ride on to ride on the timing. Let's do that first, and then we'll get to our favorite, least favorite. Because okay, so I would move the bell curves climax or peak to to around Christmas Eve as the peak of it. And so the basically what you're doing if you're celebrating 25 days of Christmas, I'm on I'm of the opinion as well that it, it should go until New Year's. That means you start around what December 6th, December 7th. That's kind of where I think. Um, this should go. And honestly, I think that's kind of on par with where I was going. Cause I decorated my apartment here a couple of weeks ago and started listening to Christmas music. Cause I was not in the mood prior to that. And it was delightful. I'm going to do this the rest of my life. I think is probably wait a week or two into December, really push it as much as I can avoid it as much as I can. And then let the flurries of Christmas magic grip me all over. And, mm. and I think the peak of that happening around Christmas Eve, Christmas is for me sounds right. And then I'll keep listening until New Year's. The worst song, in my opinion, of all Christmas songs is <laughs> the sun is up. <laughs> the, Beatles, the Beatles one song. Yeah. Or Paul McCartney. A wonderful Christmas time. So yeah. that's my least it's favorite. It's not a great one. I Good. hate that song. It's terrible. It's really it's terrible. now in your head. Thank you. Uh, <sighs> my my most favorite is anything by Nat King Cole. And I think the Merry Christmas mm. song where he starts the chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. That smooth velvety voice of Nat King Cole. Mm. And growing up, as Jacob can attest to, we listened to it off of a record on a record player. So I think wow. that is also the correct way to do it mm. is go super old school nice. record. That's beautiful. Vintage. Absolutely. Vintage Christmas. Mm -hmm. With eggnog in hand. Mm. Uh, of course. Of course. Um, well, Jacob, I love your morsel because... Guess wait, what my wait. morsel was. Uh, Tom, you have yet to uh, share your least and best. I know. Christmas I song. know. Well, I'm, oh, asking, sorry. I'm telling you. Is that you, what your morsel I was? was? Like, <laughs> I said, I love your morsel because guess what my morsel was today? Oh, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. Because now my morsel was, what's everyone's favorite Christmas carol? Because I figured everyone's going to pick such deep things. I was kind of inclined to go deep. But then I was going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go light and simple and say, what's your favorite Christmas carol? And just keep it at that. So you did throw the twist of throwing in least favorite and timing, which I, I appreciate. Um, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you my least favorite Christmas song now, but then I'm actually going to save my favorite Christmas song for the very end of this episode because it will segue beautifully, I think. Oh, you're going to sing it at the end of this episode? Ooh, yes, I'm sing yes. it. The spotlight's the benediction. Be on me. Yes. And then we'll go from there. So, yeah. Love it. Um, as for my least favorite, though, it has to be with 
without a doubt, nothing is close. Feliz Navidad is by far oh. my least favorite. Every time I hear those, like the, the cheery, chirpy music, no. The Christmas is for doleful, melancholy, <laughs> darkest night. Light shines in the darkness. I do not want to hear a bunch of people. I don't care. I don't, and this is like hard for me because I am. Hispanic. I, I have this heritage and it drives me crazy to hear those instruments. Every time I hear it on the radio, I am quick, quick to change that channel. So you're more of a sorry. Christmas shoes fan. <laughs> I do Where not Mama mind the Christmas Jesus shoes. Hot tonight. take. I don't, I don't mind the Christmas shoes. I'm going to put that out there, but yeah. Uh, sorry for least not that. I just can't, I can't, can't deal with it. Mm. Thank you. Okay. Is great. it time for my manly morsel? It's your time. Brian. Okay. And what, what do you want us and to this talk is, about? This is great because we did some Christmassy morsels and mine is more of an end of the year morsel. Um, I've been thinking about this year of 2020 and the ways that it has changed us permanently, whether it's individually or collectively as a society. And I kind of want to, at the end of the year, start, try to start a hashtag, you know, like, like we used to do in 2017 (laughs) and, and talk about like those, those things like, things the ways that our lives changed permanently because of 2020. Um, and so what I want to do is share with you some of the ways I would use this hashtag, which is hashtag 2020 was the year I something. Um, and so I, to, to help me figure out if this is a good hashtag or not, I want you guys to share some of like what you would put after that hashtag, if you were to join the hashtag bandwagon. Um, so here are some of mine and, um, they can be heavy or light. They can be good or bad, just, uh, permanent changes from 2020. Uh, 2020 was the year I gave up on small talk. 2020 was the year I went out and protested. 2020 was the year I wondered if I had a drinking problem. 2020 was the year I wondered if I had an eating disorder. 2020 was the year I voted in the primaries. 2020 was the year I met my health insurance deductible. 2020 was the year I repented of cynicism. And 2020 was the year I did my own yard work. Please clap. Okay. Uh, So those are mine. I was wondering if you guys had any to, to share. That was so good. You were so succinct too. Your succinctness is an inspiration. That's excellent. Thank you. (laughs) I will give my couple that I wrote down. For me, 2020 was the year I had a baby. 2020 was the year I embraced baldness. 2020 was the year I slowed down. And 2020 was the year I finally trusted God with money. Those are great. So great. I like part of me, you know, as I'm listening to each of you guys rattle them off, part of me wants to start to interview each, like to pick out a few and start to dig a little bit. But I kind of like the, just the brevity of it and just letting it, just savoring the the three or four words, you know? So Mm -hmm. I like that. Really good. What about you, Baranowski, the younger? Yeah, so I will also begin with 2020 was the year I accepted the fact that I'm bald. 
Woo! Welcome did. home. My head. Uh, 2020 was the year that I began a passionate love affair with America's Test Kitchen. Mm. 2020 was the year that I felt uh, tension among my uh, friendships because of political di- differences. Mm. Oh. 2020 was the year that I appreciated having so many married couples in my life. 2020 was the year that I I figured out that working from home is both a blessing and a curse. And 2020 was the year that I got my friends into an incredibly nerdy video game and my heart has swelled with joy. Aww. Sweet. Did everybody write these down except me? I didn't write this down. <laughs> I'm hoping I, it's I did all only uh, two minutes ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. Okay. That makes me feel better. Um, as for me, let's see, man, 2020 y'all 2020 was the year I was in the best shape of my life. 2020 was the year I was in the worst shape of my life. 2020 was the year I got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. 2020 was the year I felt the love. 2020 was the year I learned the art of readjusting. And 2020 was the year I remembered what it feels like to hope again, Mm. period. So those are my 2020 reflections. I love that. I think what you guys have helped me discover, thank you, three, all three of you, you've helped me discover that this is a great hashtag. So I hope that uh, anyone who is listening, who is cursed enough to be on Twitter uh, will join me in that hashtag on December 31st. Okay. I, I do have a ask, question about this, the hashtag. When is this happening? Yeah, go ahead, Nate. I, oh, go ahead. My question for you, Ryan, is, is the hashtag, does it end with the word year or does it have I after the year? What is the official hashtag? So I wanted to put I in the hashtag, but having I at the end as just like a, mm-hmm. its own capital letter is sort of visually ambiguous yeah. about yeah. like what, what's going on there. So I separated it. Okay. So we're saying Good. hashtag 2020 was the year. Mm-hmm. That's the hashtag. And then, and then we can I put we after I, instead right. of I, if we're talking about collective things, which I didn't come up with anything, but uh, but yeah, there's that that gives us more options for what's uh, what comes after that. Right. I love it. I, I will gladly participate in this um, on December 31st. So anyone listening, yeah, play along. Hashtag 2020 was the year. And then tell us what you gained or lost or experienced, positive or negative this year. I think that's that's so cool. We're going to start a movement, or Ryan is anyway. All right, so to wind this show down, uh, Jacob, you mentioned your morsel of favorite carols, and um, it's fitting that it's something that I wanted to talk about in this episode because I have made it so crystal clear known for those that know me, um, whenever this conversation comes up, favorite Christmas, Christmas carols, there's only one at the very top of my list. And that one, it should come as no surprise, is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It has a haunting melody it has a pleading in the lyrics and um, just growing up as a kid, I just remember singing this in church during Christmas time and it's striking some kind of deep chord in me. 
um, these lyrics. And, and as I was researching a little bit, I was looking into like, who wrote this song? Where did it even come from? And it actually goes back when you look at the melodies and the tunes of it, it goes back all the way to the 15th century. Um, when I was looking around on classicfm.com, it gave a little bit of a backstory to the song. Um, and it's basically enigmatically anonymous is the way they described it is that no one really knows who was the first person to piece this together. But, um, but I wanted to read the lyrics to this song and then close things out with our final benediction of 2020, which I joked earlier has been a phenomenal year. And maybe for some people out there, it has been, but I know by and large, it's, it's been a hard one. It's been a difficult year. And it's my hope that this Christmas carol, this specific one with these lyrics um, can strike a chord in you as well. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, thou rod of Jesse, free thine own from Satan's tyranny. From depths of hell thy people save, and give them victory o'er the grave. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, thou dayspring, from on high, and cheer us by thy drawing nigh. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadows put to flight. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, thou key of David, come and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high, and close the path to misery. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, Adonai, Lord of might, who to thy tribes on Sinai's height in ancient times didst give the law in cloud and majesty and awe. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. And so, my brothers, in this Christmas season, and always, let us remember the star in the sky, the light above, and this light below, from a wooden manger to a wooden cross, Emmanuel, God with us. God as human, God as God, guiding us, ransoming us. And let us rejoice for our savior is born, our Savior lived, and our Savior, He is still alive. Through our loss and heartache and, and death of this year, He is alive. And so, may we leave our mournful, lonely exile here, 
leaving it forever behind. For our heavenly home is before us, ever before us. Let us rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. Um, that was really beautiful and moving. And I think it gave us a lot to think about, to talk about, to pray about. I'm happy about the points you made. And I am just in general touched by that whole speech and that whole movement. So thank you for that, Tom. I appreciate you. And now let's get towards the very end of the podcast where we all... <laughs> We all just say goodbye to each other. <laughs> I think I know. Nate, I know it's hard. I know it's hard for you as a seven to process pain, to process heavy feelings, and so I really wait. It was you. about pain. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you listening and just being here with us, and all the way to the end. You never had to leave. You were here all the way, and I'm just so grateful for you taking the time out of your busy fatherly life to spend, spend this hour or so with us. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. And just as to record it one more time. <laughs> great job, Tom. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. One of those takes will work. Um, <laughs> listeners, dear listeners, we want to hear from you. If you want to comment, and I hope you do, on anything you heard today about your favorite and least favorite carols, the proper timing for Christmas music, um, which ghosts of Christmas's past, present, and future would visit you and the lessons that you would learn. And then also, again, the things you experienced this year in 2020. Um, comment on all of that on our podcast episode page. You can go over to yourotherbrothers.com slash podcast, find the episode 72 post and leave us a comment, tell us a story. Um, or if you feel so inclined, call us. We would love to hear you. So um, thank you guys. This was, this was fun. This was a great fitting way to end 2020. I could think of no greater, no greater way to end our show this year. Of course. Amen. Always and forever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Y'all just rode that train right where right into the station. Um, yes. And thank you, Eggnog, for being our faithful companion year after year. Despite corona, despite civil unrest, you are there to bring peace where peace is lost. So thank you, Eggnog. Getting a little teary thinking about it. Um, I'm Nate Baranowski. <laughs> <laughs> and there he is. He's gone. That's Nate. Thank you guys for getting us to Crossing Fingers 100,000 downloads. Thank you. For all your other brothers, this is Tom. And this is Ryan. And this is Jacob. And this is Nate. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Reminding all of you that you are not alone. Even the sparrow finds a home. Happy New Year, everybody. See you next year. Bye. You should do even every, even a sparrow finds his igloo or some sort of Christmas home. Nope. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for listening to your other brother's podcast. Our show is edited and produced by Thomas Mark Zuniga. Theme music is Fear Is Not My Lover by Nathan Rousseau. We'd love to hear your story. Comment on this or any of our episodes at yourotherbrothers.com slash podcast or share a story to play back on our show by calling us at 706-389-8009. You can also email us at podcast at yourotherbrothers.com or write to us at yourotherbrothers, 
P.O. Box 843, Asheville, North Carolina, 28802. If you enjoy our show, consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Your Other Bros. Finally, if you'd like to further support our storytelling, community-building efforts, consider becoming a Yabber. Yabbers pledge monthly on Patreon and receive perks, like bonus podcast content, access to a secret Facebook group, regular group calls with fellow patrons and authors, and more. Visit patreon.com slash yourotherbros for more information. Until we journey next time, we're glad you're with us.